Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Chatting with Nat. Yes, it's Nat Leachin, it's Natalie Jean. Today we have the honor of having pop artist Naomi Sky. Naomi Sky is an inspiring pop artist. She believes life is a combination of logic and magic. Her music is deeply rooted in love and embracing the unknown. Her introspective lyrics combined with upbeat pop production encourage her listeners to embrace their emotions. Naomi says art is a, re- is a reflection of life, an opportunity for the artist to heal themselves and potentially help others heal too. Her music is all about connection and growing in love. Let's get a round of applause for Naomi Scott. Hi. Hi, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm still here in the pandemic. <laughs> That's how I, <laughs> I just I just sing things now. <laughs> it's a quirk of mine. Because what else is there to do but sing about the craziness <laughs> of the world? Um, how have you been during this pandemic since last we spoke? <laughs> Well, so for the past week, uh, the weather has been nice where I am. I'm located outside of Philadelphia in the suburbs right now. And uh, it's, you know, it's been, we've had a little bit of rain um, and then some sun. And I've gotten to be spending a lot of time with my family. That's, that's definitely one of the pluses, I would say, to everything that's going on with the pandemic. And I know there's so many negatives. Um, but, yeah, family time for me has been really grounding and something that I wouldn't have gotten if we weren't in a pandemic. So yeah. I'm really grateful for it. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I have so many people that I know that have said that they've cut back on work just because they didn't realize how much they were working and they were missing out on family time. I think the pandemic opened a wide array of different uh, ideas and reflections from people um, in regards to how they were living their lives. I mean, the one thing that I noticed a lot was that <clears throat> a lot of people, uh, I saw more families walking together outside, which was, yeah. it was, it was just strange. It was just all of a sudden it's like, oh, we have kind of like a downtime for a year. And now let's see how we can do things as a family. Um <laughs> And it was just—it was bizarre, and it was beautiful at the same time. Yeah, I agree. There's—I think it's—it's—it can be challenging too, because when you know, at least for me, I was thrown back in right after I graduated college. Really thrown back into living with my parents, and that was not my plan at all. But I am so grateful because it's been cool. I've gotten to know my parents more as adults. I feel like we all grow up and we all go through different things as teenagers with our parents. And then it's kind of cool sometimes to come back. And like, especially if 
it, like I ha- I'm gr- really grateful to have that relationship with my parents where, you know, occasionally like we'll have like those friend conversations almost. And they're still my parents, you know, they're still my superiors. Got to respect the adults. Um, but it's cool to get to know them more as people instead of just as my parents. I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, I actually live with my uncle and my and my mom, and um, I actually felt very grateful to be with them during the pandemic because I know a lot of people um, were by themselves, and some people had COVID, um, some people got really sick, and so it's all, it was always great to have them. I actually did get COVID um, <clears throat> and had it bad. I didn't have to go to the hospital, but it was great to have these people here because I, I really don't know how it would have functioned. <laughs> If I myself, uh, while I had COVID and stuff like that. So, um, but you know, I, I'm a firm believer in as horrific as the pandemic has been, I am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. While the pandemic has been god awful because people have gotten sick and people died, um, it really gave people a time, you know, a chance to think. And, and, and a lot of people quit their jobs. I mean, one of the biggest things is that people were just like, you know, I need to be happy. I knew life was short. Uh, God is showing me life is shorter than I really knew. So I need to yeah. do something that I love, that I can embrace. You know, I was talking to my uncle about this the other day, and I said, you know, and I told him the story that people are just um, quitting their jobs because they want to be more happy. And he was like, well, I don't know if I'd want to, you know, if I ha- had a high paying job and quit that just to be happy. I said, but you know what? There's misery. Sometimes there's misery in the money, you know, because that's what it shouldn't all be all about that. You should be happy doing what you love. I've learned that yeah, deeply yeah. this year. And so, I, go ahead. Yeah, I can I completely agree with you. It's, I, I feel like that that is it's such an important thing, I think, especially in the creative field, like as an artist, you know, you, no one knows exactly where their career will take them or how things will turn out or, you know, how, how many people will stream a song even. But exactly. I feel like following your passion and and chasing your dreams and, you know, doing something that makes you happy and finding a way to make it work for you. It's yeah. the best thing you can do because what, what is life if we're not happy? Like, like I feel like being able to create or do whatever it is that you feel is your sole purpose. It gives us that sense of fulfillment and like we're working towards something that is worthwhile. Yeah. Um, you, you get the, on the head there with that you have to be happy with yourself you have to love yourself because the way that you are you know goes out to the universe the energy that you give out is what you're going to get in return so I always see success as loving yourself and being happy with who you are you know things will happen in life and they're like they're lessons that we need to learn and then we move on with on from them we can continue to repeat those lessons or we can see that you know sometimes lessons we can repeat those same things and they're fine and then sometimes it's like nope not supposed to repeat that um um i you need to live more happy and joyful life that's why i love um what you say here art is a reflection of life an opportunity for the artist to heal themselves and potentially help to heal others you know um 
we as uh, artists have so much power, so much power. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, our, and I feel like... Our, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? Go ahead. You go. I was just like, it's just, we just have so much power. And I, 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 and I, you know, I really, truly believe that a lot of artists don't quite understand that. Because if they mm-hmm. really, if I think if artists really looked at their audiences and, and then interacted with their fans more, they would see how much of a difference their words make or the melody makes for that person. I completely agree. I think you said it so well. And, and what you said before about the lessons of life and repeating that too, like everything you said the whole time, I just had this big smile on my face because you just, you said it so beautifully. And as far as the, the artists go, yeah, we, we hold so much power and we can help people release their negative emotions. We can help them, you know, celebrate the big moments like like a, a first dance at a wedding and um and you know mu- people gravitate towards music when they go through a breakup it's it's what really? allows us to feel and delve into those feelings in a safe environment and the artists yeah I, I agree with you I don't think that people understand how much power they have as an artist because there is so much that we say with our art, sometimes without even meaning to. Like, I think of a painting, you know, and there's so much that one person might see in that. And you bring a friend and the friend might see something completely different. So music is the same exact way. It's just right. that meaning gets interpreted differently per, with each individual. So, right. Yeah, there's, there's so, so power. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, you know, I I chatted with another young lady a while back this past year, and I gave her this idea, uh, which I may use for myself, um, where, um, so she, the state, she was an actress as well. She sang, did musicals and stuff like that, but she was also an artist. She painted. And I told her, you know, it'd be interesting if you did a show, because she, she sang, I believe, an art gallery or something but I told her mm-hmm. she should incorporate all her modalities together like she would have she would sing a song that song would go along with a piece of artwork that she created and then I told her oh it was a winery and then I told her you should get a you should create your own wine that would go along with that that song and the art Ooh. isn't that cool I'm so going to yes. do that that's a brilliant idea because it's it is music is almost like bringing it, we bring people into our world in a sense and and you know we can tell stories they could be personal they could not be personal but I I love how you the idea of just bringing everything together because it's like using all of your senses and engaging really someone is like like almost being placed inside your head and the way you experience things when you're, you know, having a, a wine tasting yeah. along with looking at art and listening. And it's, it's really like you're sharing your vibration and your inner world with others. That is brilliant. I, you know, and it's funny and I'll tell you this, I'm a very spiritual uh, person. And so when I'm doing these podcasts, it's interesting. Things will just come to me uh, and mm-hmm. I, does for the other person 
And and then they're like, oh, I never thought about it. I should try that. Um, like with you, you know, you're deep into spirituality. Like I see you, like even you could have one line. It could be a quote. It could be a message. And then that quote or message goes along with a song that you write. Now you'd have to, I mean, create a bunch of songs. But because you're so deep into spirituality, that's that's another way of doing things as well, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful idea. Thank you. <laughs> you could create I, all kinds of things. I mean, there's so many things you can do with music and spirituality. Oh, yeah. And it's it's so cool, too, because I think the reason that music speaks to people is, like, even if someone doesn't consider themselves to be a spiritual person, like, music allows us to delve into those non-physical things. And spirituality is all about, you know, the the connection to source or God or whatever, you know, everyone calls it someone something different, I feel like. Um, and it's it's so cool because that's, I think, where all those strong feelings, like, why we're pulled to listen to a certain song or why we love one song so much. It's because it's like speaking to our souls. So I always tell people, yeah, I I feel like everyone is spiritual to a certain extent and everyone's on different levels or in different lanes, on different paths, journeys, you know, it can mean something different to everyone. And I know not everyone believes in the same thing, but I think the values that we all harbor about, love and respect and loyalty and faith like those are all universal for a reason it's very true it's, it's so funny um last year the year before last i was in my car the year before last um and my radio station wouldn't work <gasps> like oh my god yeah my radio station would work i was like ah! um and so the radio station I used to listen to was bought up by K-Love, and I was just like, well, I don't know, I want to listen to Top 40, blah, blah, And so when my radio station broke down, I said, okay, let me switch over to K-Love. And the song that was playing, I can't remember what the song was, was what I needed to hear at that moment. Now, K-Love is an inspirational, uh, spiritual uh, radio station, and they're very modern. That's what I like about them. It's not old school you know, religious, spiritual songs, they're really, I, I mean, I love this station. It was just, it was just weird. <laughs> and and for me, it was all in divine timing because mm-hmm. I needed that particular song. And ever since then, that's, K-Love is like, for me, the best, one of the best radio stations because they're, the songs are so inspirational and they're so and they're, and you know, they've kept up with the times. I mean, they've the, the songs have evolved. And um, there's one uh, artist that I really like a lot, Danny Gorky. And, you know, they're all singing about God. But they all do it in a different way. And it's it's mm-hmm. very moving and it's very touching and stuff like that. And I've been meaning to write the radio station. Um, but I believe in all that divine timing. I believe in that. Um what? Yeah, I I do too. It's 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 a it's a real thing. Happens, yeah, yeah. Everything happens when it's supposed to. Exactly. What do you love most about being an artist? For the artists that don't know, for the people that don't know. <laughs> I think what I love most is being able to express myself in such a safe place. I feel like everyone has different experiences growing up, and one of the things that um 
like one of the ways that I always interacted with the world was I was always very observant. Like I was very aware of people's feelings and just what was going on around me. And as a child, I remember like when I was five years old, my teacher said I was very empathetic. Like that was a very strong character trait that I just have carried with me throughout life. So music has been the place where I've allowed myself to just focus on what I'm feeling and really do that introspection and not be so focused outwardly. So it's helped me writing songs has really helped me create more of a balance in my Mm -hmm. life, in my inner and outer world. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just been such a beautiful gift to me and being able to, you know, do something that I love and share it with others and give back in ways like talking about, you know, being on this podcast and getting to talk with you and talk about things I'm passionate about having that platform. That's, that's also one of my favorite things too. Now, how important is it for you to be an authentic artist? That is so important to me. I think the key to why I feel so strongly and believe in myself now is because I feel I'm being authentic. I think that mm-hmm. was almost like a roadblock for me a couple of years back. I felt like I was trying to find my voice and trying to find out, you know, what was my purpose and how can I deal with things like fear mm-hmm. or doubting myself or, you know, wondering if what I'm putting out is good enough and all of those different feelings and, you know, worries that come up. Um, and I felt like part of the reason I was encountering all that fear was because I hadn't fully found who I was meant to be as an artist. It took me a little bit longer than I think maybe I would have liked. But as we said before, everything happens in divine timing. And I felt like the moment that I chose, you know, to really focus on, you know, I want to be an artist. I I want to put my heart out there and share this with people and be vulnerable and really take risks creatively. I feel like there was a energetic, an energetic shift in my life where things started clicking more and, you know, people fell into place or like I met people and made connections and things just started to really fall into place when I made that decision in my own head. And just like you said earlier, the world receives from us like messages or signals or a vibration. So it'll give back to us what we're giving out. So I think making that clear distinction and really committing to be my authentic self in my art is what ended up getting me here to be so confident in myself as an artist. I think it's also when when we give ourselves permission to be is when things mm-hmm. start to happen for us. Um, when yeah. we, like you say, when you learn to love yourself and appreciate everything about yourself, that is when the movement starts. Um, when we, and we're always going to have like some self doubt. I mean, there's every day I'm just like, oh, this music thing. Oof. It's, oh, I don't know. It's a lot of money. You have to audition. You have to do this. You have to do that. But in the end, I'm like, oh, my God. But music has been my saving grace. It has really, um, there's a love for it that I cannot even describe um, sometimes. Like, I just, I'm <laughs> releasing, like, one after the other. And um, I've been listening back and forth to the songs, and, I, you know, there's, I love all the songs, but there's some that I love more than the others. And I'm like, I can't wait for this to come out because you have to love 
everything you put out. Anything that you do, it doesn't matter if you're an artist or anything, you really have to love what you put out because that's the energy mm -hmm. that you're putting into your music. If you don't love it, then don't expect anybody else to love it. That's just the bottom line. It's yeah, yeah, that's 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 a great that's a great point. When you know, we love our art, it's felt through it. Exactly. Um, if you, my whole thing is, if you can't sit down and listen to your song on repeat for a hundred times, don't put it out. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I do. I I listen to my song. I'll I'll put it on repeat. Listen to it a hundred times, or I'll watch myself music videos on YouTube and say, "Oh, you go, girl. You do your thing. You know, I'll cheer myself on." I mean, you have yeah. to be the biggest champion. You have to. Nobody else. You have to be your biggest champion. And you know, and I understand. You know, times can. You know, people can. You know, just like, oh, I don't know. Nobody likes my. No, there's always going to be somebody that's going to love your music. That's the truth. That's yes. You hit the nail on the head this time. That that that's one hundred percent true. There's always an audience for whatever you're doing. You just have to somehow find it. And um, you know, law of attraction is such a big thing now that I see on my TikTok page. You know, it's it's becoming. I feel like people are learning more about it. And yeah. you know, we we can attract things into our lives. So the more that we love something like and celebrate it too. Like you said, like going on YouTube and watching your own music videos and cheering yourself on like that energy, the world receives that energy. So more people are going to reflect that back to you. Exactly. I mean, who's going to, who can't, I mean, you should be your own biggest supporter because you're putting in the air, the effort, the work. I mean, you are the, like I keep telling people, you are the investment. And you have to treat yourself like you're gold, like you're platinum, like you're, you're a diamond in the rock. You have to treat yourself as such. Because obviously somebody put you on this earth because you had something to do. You had a mission. You have something to bring to somebody else. Um, you know, there, and it's interesting, there are times where um, I, there are many times <laughs> where I have sat down, like I said, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about this, doing this music. And then I'll get an email or I'll get a phone call from somebody that's saying, oh, my God, I really love this song. I really love your voice. It really, Oh, I listen to you all the time. This song in particular reminds me of something. And I'm like, okay, God, all right, I got the message. I got to continue. <laughs> it's, it's working. It always happens like that. It's like the most bizarre thing. The most bizarre it's, thing. <laughs> it's I I would just feel like we talked about divine timing. I believe that it's it's yeah. like the guardian angels and yeah. you know whatever you believe in God. It's they're all working behind the scenes. And they're like oh she doesn't believe we we gotta tell her like she needs to know that you know stay stay on your sole purpose like saying like it, to me it feels like. Anytime someone else is about, or anyone, anytime anyone is about to, like, go off of their, like, soul path, I feel like everyone just thinks they're aligning, and they're like, uh-uh, like, code red, like, we got to make sure right. that, you know, this human stays on their path. Exactly. Exactly. Now, we're going to play your song with you. Oh, thank you. Tell us what that's about. So I wrote that song at a time 
in college. I was in college and I was dating and I wanted to feel that spark, that passion with someone. And one of the things that had kind of popped up in some conversations with some female friends was we kept talking about how, like, sometimes it feels like we can't win. Like, you know, if we want the passion, especially nowadays, there's, you know, more casual dating as opposed to like people who are only searching for that romantic love. And, right. and we were just talking about how, like, why can't we have both? Like, why can't we? Like I have, I'm, I'm a romantic and some of my friends are hardcore romantics. I love the idea because I see it in my own life. I see it with my parents, my grandparents, like they, you know, are very passionate about each other and they love each other so much. And so I, I see examples in my life, my daily life of how it can occur and it exists. And I wanted to put that out into the world because it was such a hot topic with my friends and me. And I felt so strongly about it at the time. Like I want to be able to own that. Yes. I want romantic love and I want passion. I want desire and I have desires and that's okay. Those desires always right. lead me to follow my heart. So here's the irony. See, I tell you, everything is divine timing. I'm going to tell you something. So I was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about, you know, being on these dating sites and she's like, well, you know, she went for somebody she normally wouldn't. She said she felt like she needed to be more open. And I told her, I said, I can't do that. I said, because what I desire is passion (laughs) and I want to be able to look, I'm just going to be honest. I want to be able to look at the person and want to rip their clothes off. That's what I want. I want to be yeah. able to look at that person. Yes, and I agree with you. The passion and the love, yes, you can have both of those things. And I won't, I, and I won't settle. It's because I've never really had something like that, maybe in my early 20s. But, I've, but after that, no. So I won't settle. This is what I want. And I think that we all can have that. There's nothing wrong with wanting passion and, and being in love. I mean, yeah, it's good to be in love, da, 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 you look at the person, but you want to, I mean, you want that feeling like you can't breathe without the person. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, and I think, too, like, as I get older, too, I see, you know, we see in movies how sometimes, you know, the passionate love is is a troubled love, and there's, there's right. so much to lot in it but it doesn't have to be like that like I you know I look at real people around me again who are in loving relationships older than me and my family and yeah there are arguments that happen but it's not like the end of the world it's called a conflict you know like like that happens with people and it's okay like you know it's okay to desire and follow our hearts and and you know get into a conflict that's right amen let's play the song I want to be selfish with you, be a little bit savage with you Want you all to myself, do all the things we want to Want you for more than one night, I don't want to fight Forget about the rest of the world and be with you Agreed upon 
That's a great point too. Uh, there were, yeah, there were articles that I remember reading about how important hugs were uh, for mm-hmm. the immune system and and our bodies. And yeah, having that physical touch, it's such an important part of our life. I mean, we're humans. We we crave that from the time we're babies till we're old right. and elderly, um, and everyone needs it. So yeah, that was also a huge concept in the song. Another thing I just thought about listening back to it too was. The idea of wanting something and being selfish versus being so selfless and just always giving in a relationship. I think that there's always that give and take. And it's a good thing to state what you want. It's, you know, I think sometimes in our society, we look at selfishness as a bad thing. But I think that there just needs to be that balance of being selfish and selfless. Because if we're selfish, like, to me, that now means as I'm older, I've come to terms with thinking that that means, you know, someone's ambitious and they go after what they want. They're, you know, prioritizing themselves. It can be a good thing. And just like selfless is a great thing, but it could also be a bad thing if you're too selfless and not going after what you want and only doing something for others. And I think in a romantic relationship, especially, you know, you want to be having that balance of giving and, you know, helping meet the other person's needs and desires and all different aspects and levels and also sharing your own desires too it's funny because i was just (laughs) this is weird i was just telling somebody that 
like I, you know, when you, when I was telling you, I was sitting down, I was like, you know, reevaluating some of my past relationships. And I realized a lot of things most recently about um, what I did right and what I did wrong. And I'm a very giving person. And I think Mm -hmm. that I gave too much, didn't allow the other people to give when they were supposed to give. And at the same time, they did the wrong people. But um, (laughs) it happens to us all. Yeah. But it's also, you know, if somebody's not reciprocating what you're trying to give, then you give back what they're giving to you because that's the energy that they're giving to you. Now, after this whole pandemic, it's like, you know what? I'm more laissez-faire, meaning that I'm more chill about a lot of things. I still want, like we said, the passion and and being in love and, you know, somebody supporting me as I'm supporting them and being, being happy and in love and like that, that stuff. But I have to be happy too. I can't just sit around always trying to please somebody else. That, that, that Natalie is gone, (laughs) gone, 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 gone. That's, that's amazing to hear. Exactly. I, I think too, as one of the things that I've kind of learned just from picking up in conversations with um, women who I look up to, whether in my family or, you know, some of my mentors too, is um, I've noticed that a lot of times in romantic relationships, and this is not to bash anyone, but a lot of times I've heard that, you know, the females have been in a situation, and this includes myself, where I've given too much or I've I've given and I continue giving to the point where it doesn't even make logical sense. And um, that's also something that kind of played into my head when I was working on this song, how, you know, as a woman, it's, it's okay to state my needs. I don't always have to be the giver. And actually, energetically, women tend to receive um, in a lot of ways. You know, we, like, if you think all the way back, um, to I'm trying to think of like medieval times you know like women were the ones who got to you know get carried off and on the white horse you know with the prince type of thing you know they, they were receptive to a lot of different things um historically yeah. and energetically now still in some ways so I think it's interesting because I think the more balanced that I become definitely as a woman I am happier I feel more fulfilled right. in my relationships definitely no, I agree with you 100%. You know, when we learn self-love and, you know what, I, and the other thing I realized over the past, um, I'll be honest, I haven't dated in six years, and there's a long story for that. Um, and I've been on, these, <laughs> been on these dating sites, but they get on my nerves, too, because there's all these fake profiles. But during those six years, I really learned about what I truly want. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's another key. You really need to know and understand what you want out of your partner and what you want for yourself, as we've been talking about. Um, Because when you don't know what you want, you know, sometimes uh, both parties can send mixed signals. Um, So you have to really know what you want in life. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point, too, because definitely that in a in a romantic relationship you know you're doing life with someone and and that's so beautiful but yeah if you get to a point where you're not sure about things that affects not only the relationship but it can affect the other person too because like you said mixed signals can be sent back and forth then and you know like maybe needs aren't being met but it's because someone's not sure about what they need and 
it can it can be hard. I feel like sometimes part of the reason that we are single at certain aspects in our life or certain in certain phases is mm-hmm. to learn more what we want so that we can start attracting those better relationships and the people who are better vibrational matches for us. True. Very, very true. I agree with that 100%. 100%. So maybe all your next song should be about, you should write, you should, you should write a book about relationships. <laughs> and then each <laughs> chapter for each chapter, you have a song for each chapter. You know, I really like that idea. I've always wanted to write a book, so maybe this will be the way that I dive into that aspect of creativity. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I'd buy it. I I, I want to. Thank you. Yeah, I want it. (laughs) So, what is what is go, Go ahead. I was going to say, well, if, if that's what I end up doing, if I end up writing a book, I'll make sure to, you know, shout you out. <laughs> All right. I love that. I love that. So what is next for you? So up next, I'm actually, I'm currently working on an album, and the title of it, the title of the project is called Vulnerable. It's okay. all about vulnerability and in the past couple years I've gotten better and improved at opening up and letting people in and that's been a theme in my life and something that I struggled with Um, I wasn't always as open to sharing what was going on in my life and I was very receptive and I've been the person too a lot of times where people go to for advice but it's been cool to use my music as a healing tool to really help myself figure out well why am I so afraid to open up to people or you know maybe it's not that scary and and kind of really figuring all of that out through lyrics and music so um the whole project it will include with you with you will be on the album um it's just a dive deeper into finding myself and I'm really excited to share it awesome I can't wait to hear it what are the best resources that have helped you along the way in your music career? I think introspection and mm. having real conversations with people because I think sometimes being in my own head mm-hmm. with a song very, you know, in a, in a very um, literal way, having a song in my own head and writing it out, Um, I don't, you know, sometimes we don't always express things to ourselves or on our own the way we might to someone else. It might not be as clear if we're just expressing it for ourselves. So I think having real conversations with people about what I'm going through and, you know, relying on some of my spiritual tools like crystal Mm -hmm. healing and um, there's a practice I also use called Jin Shin Jitsu, which is an ancient healing art, Um, relying on those practices to delve into the values and have conversations with people about, you know, what's going on in my head. I think those actually end up being some of the best tools that I have because they keep me focused when I'm writing and they help me communicate and express myself in the best way possible without, you know, blocking any thoughts or um, being too distracting or all over the place. It just helps to really keep me focused, kind of like keeping my eye on the prize. And grounded. Amen to that. Who are the three people who have been the most influential to you, would you say? I would say two of them I met in college. Um, they were my, they are my mentors. Uh, one 
uh, was my voice teacher. Her name is Cassandra Claude, and the other was a professor. Her name is Raina Murnack, and the two of them really helped me, like, find myself. They just encouraged me to, like, explore and be myself, both musically and just personally, and I feel like having mentors, especially women that I can look up to and see them, you know, living their life and and having those real conversations with them about spirituality and, you know, different issues that come up, then the most influential thing in how I view myself as an artist and also looking at myself with more love and compassion because I've received feedback from them literally on my voice and like what I've been working on in voice lessons. And also just as a person, when I was dealing with, you know, a struggle or a challenge in life and I would receive feedback about, you know, what, what I was doing good, not, and and it would help me not be as harsh on myself. Definitely. Um, And I think someone else who's been really influential too is also, I would say both my parents. So I guess this counts as like a double three, maybe three and four, but um, my mom is just, she's so kind and she's always been open to talking with me about things. And my dad has also been very open-minded. And one of the things too, I think that's played a big role in my life is that I've seen him be um, emotional, like throughout my life, like both my parents are very open with me. So I think that that's, plays a big role into how I am as a person and how I write my music. And what advice would you give your younger self? Ooh, if I could say something to my younger self, I would tell her, don't be so scared to be yourself because when you, when you allow yourself, like we were talking about earlier, when you allow yourself to just be things Mm. really flow and, life almost gets to a point where it's like, wow, I didn't know it could be this beautiful because you're reflecting back, like people are reflecting back how much love you feel for yourself. So don't be afraid to just be yourself. It all works out. Amen. That's why I like to post those quotes every every day on um, our Instagram account. You know, be you, be real. Be authentic. Yes. Just be yourself, you know. It, it all ends up, you got to love yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the best gift that you give to the world. There's no other you. And I love your quotes. I see them, and they make me smile. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Um, what is a quote that or a message that you like to use every single day or every other day or once a month um, that motivates you? One of the things that has been the most uplifting to me is there's a quote about how diamonds are crushed and I'll I'll have to find the quote and send it to you, but the idea that things that are happening in the dark, they have to be beautiful. Grapes are crushed to make wine is one of the lines. Um, And, I think especially in the time of the pandemic, knowing that, you know, sometimes something heavy might be happening Uh for some better reason or that, you know, there are good things coming and it just kind of switched my perspective from like, you know, things are heavy or things are hard right now to like, okay, this is hard, but like, there's also this good thing happening. And that 
quote has definitely been a saving grace for me in during the pandemic. Awesome. Well, Naomi Scott, um, it's truly been my honor to have you on chatting with Nat. I think you are a beautiful soul. I, I think uh, you will, you continue to light up the world with who you are and your music. Um, and I can't wait to hear what else you have out there. I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal, fantastic. I can't wait for you to write your, you know, praise me in it. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you. I love, I love speaking with you today and also last week on your Instagram live. Just you've been such a pleasure to talk with and you ask such brilliant questions and I've, it's been amazing to see how insightful and like tuned in you are. It's, it's been such a gift to share this time with you. So thank you, Nat. Thank you for being you. All right, everybody. Oh. That pop artist, Naomi Sky, you can find her on www.itsnaomisky.com and you can just Google her. She's just all over the place because she's just phenomenal. And you've got to go listen to her song because it's just great. And when her EP comes out and her book comes out and everything that she does, you're just, your heart is going to burst with love because Naomi Sky, you are wonderful. Thank you so much, Nat. It's been a pleasure talking to you. All right. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And I can't wait to see what else you got. Thank you. And everyone, keep keep listening and tuning in to Chatting with Nat. These are uh, absolute gems. These podcasts. <laughs> thank you. All right, everybody, that was Chatting with Nat. Until next time. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.